Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Umtal Speaks podcast, where inshallah we're continuing with the season discussing various tests and being patient with tests and overcoming tests and recognizing the fact that part of living in this dunya, part of being a Muslim, is the recognition that we will be tested. And it's on us as Muslims to turn to the religion as a means to get through these tests. Now, today's episode might trigger a lot within each one of us because the discussion of the concept of having low iman or having a low drive to do the good deeds or finding that we just don't have that energy or that motivation to obey Allah when our solution is supposed to be in the religion in the first place. What do we do? When we have issues with our health, we turn to the religion and we turn to the Quran. When we have issues with our finances, we remember that Allah owns what we own and this is a test of the dunya. But what about when the test itself is in our religion? When the test itself is in our reliance on Allah? This is huge. And this is normal. And this is part of being a human. This is part of being a Muslim. This is part of being a believer. And the solution for it, just like the solution for all of the other tests that we've discussed and encountered, believe it or not, is in the religion. One of the main reasons for having dips in our iman, having dips in our steadfastness to the religion, is the amount of sins that we commit. So, the obedience that we have to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is directly related to how much disobedience we have. We can't be committing sins all day and all night and expect that we are going to have within our hearts the light of obedience, that we're going to radiate on our faces the, the purity and beauty of piety. It doesn't work. Having the strength to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the drive to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the energy to obey, to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that comes from an absence of sins. So it's important for us to look at, it's, it's very different when we talk about the test of having low iman to the test of being sick or to the test of, of poverty because those tests, those tests are inflicted upon those who are pious. The Prophet والسلام, informed us that those who are pious will be tested. They'll be tested in their health, they'll be tested in their money, but those who are impious, those who are disobedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
They may not be tested in their health. They may not be tested in their money. Where they're tested is in their obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the most severe test. This is the worst test. Because at the end of the day, we are in this life for safety in the hereafter. It doesn't matter how safe we are in this life, how safe our homes are, and the fact that we never go to the hospital. On the grand scheme of things, that's not what is important. What is important for us as Muslims is that we're safe in the hereafter. And if our religion has a defect in this life, we can't hope to be safe on the day of judgment because that's exactly what sins mean. Sins are acts that we do that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has warned us that we are deserving of his torture in the hereafter. It's not a light matter. So the first port of call when we find ourselves lacking energy to fulfill our obligations. We, we, we just can't get up and pray. We're having a really difficult time paying zakah that is obligatory on us. When it comes time to reading the Quran, everything in the world happens such that we just can't reach for that mushaf on the shelf. Anytime we want to do a good deed, it just seems like something gets in the way. Usually, what's getting in the way are sins that we are committing. And they might be sins that we have become so negligent of that we don't even really notice them. How often are we backbiting other Muslims? How often... Are we speaking ill of Muslims or being disrespectful to Muslims or causing problems between Muslims? Are we consuming alcohol? Are we having haram relations with, with people that we're not allowed to? How do we treat our parents? How are we treating our husbands? If we look at our life, can we pinpoint where things are going wrong? And that's the first place to fix. Because as Muslims, the bare bones basics is to fulfill our obligations. If we're not fulfilling our obligations, and one of the, the biggest obligations is to not commit sins. It, it is an obligation for us to not commit sins. So if this obligation is not fulfilled, Yes, it's good to make dhikr. Yes, it's good to recite Qur'an. But we may find that there's a block there. There's, there's a block. Allah is not giving us the strength to do those extra good deeds. We've got all these sins behind us that, that we're repeatedly doing that we haven't repented for. How would we expect the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open the Qur'an? How would we expect that the mercy of Allah would descend upon us and we can be making dhikr all night or we can stand up in the last third of the night and pray? The first thing to recognize is that we have got to clean up our slate by repenting for whatever sins that we have committed. 
even if it is that right now we each of us says in our heart i repent for any sin that i have committed and i ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive me for that and i intend to never do it again then you're clear if it's a sin that allah had a right to you for like to pray then you make that prayer up if allah had a right for you to pay a certain amount of zakah money then you pay your zakah money to make that up if allah had a right that you would make up certain fasts that you missed then you make those fasts up you're you're starting this journey to clean your slate to wipe your your slate clean in hopes that that energy will return and many times we can find ourselves in these situations where it's extra difficult for us to obey Allah and we can point our fingers well what well, i just don't have enough energy or i didn't have enough coffee or i didn't do this or i didn't do that okay you are to blame because they're your actions but at the end of the day we need to remember a very important hadith of the Prophet ﷺ where he advised us to say, لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله which means that none of us have protection from sinning except with the help of Allah. And none of us have the strength to obey Him except with His support. So ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for protection and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his support. Flat out, oh Allah, please protect me from committing sins. Oh Allah, please grant me the strength to obey you. The power of dua is huge. And when we do a good deed, we need to not be prideful. No matter what that good deed is, no matter how small we may see it, we need to not be prideful within ourselves that, ooh, look at me, I woke up for Fajr without even the alarm today. How did you manage to wake up for Fajr? Allah is the one who granted you to wake up for Fajr. So if you woke up for Fajr without the alarm today, say Alhamdulillah. Oh Allah, you're so deserving of praise. You have granted me this opportunity to obey you. Why, why, why would we continually thank Allah for something like praying? Usually we thank Allah when we get a lot of money. We thank Allah when we give birth to a child. Alhamdulillah, these are worldly things. These are known. Alhamdulillah, great. We have food on the table today. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran, that if you were thankful, then I will increase for you. So when you can pray Fajr, you say Alhamdulillah, and inshallah Allah will give you the strength to pray Dhuhr. And you say Alhamdulillah, and inshallah Allah will give you the strength to pray Asr. It's narrated about Abu Hanifa radiallahu ta'ala anhu and we know he was so knowledgeable and one of the things that he mentioned about his journey to acquire his journey of acquiring knowledge 
is he said, I did not learn a single judgment in the religion except that after I learned it, I said, Alhamdulillah. And this is a scholar who wrote books of fiqh. He has an entire madhab. But every judgment that he learned, he said, Alhamdulillah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increased for him. So every act of obedience, no matter how big or small it might be, we say Alhamdulillah and hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase it for us. This is a way out of our rut. It's to identify, yes, I took a little step today. Alhamdulillah, that was from the generosity of Allah. I took two steps today. Alhamdulillah, that was from the generosity of Allah. And inshallah, tomorrow that will be three steps. When we get in these ruts, we can almost feel like not worthy of obeying Allah. I've committed so many sins. How can I deserve to stand up and pray? I drank alcohol last night. How dare I go to the masjid and pray Fajr? This is not how the religion works. Islam is for the Muslims. Muslims are sinful. Muslims rectify their sins by repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and engaging in good deeds. The shaitan is the one who comes and inserts into our minds all of these thoughts discouraging us from obeying Allah. Oh, you're too sinful to pray, so don't even bother. Okay, so I'm so sinful, I'm going to add on top of it another sin. This is not logic, and this is not how the religion works. Even if it is very small deeds, we might see them as small deeds. Something like just alone in our bed, saying, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, confirming I'm a Muslim. No matter how sinful I was today, I'm a Muslim. We should get in the habit of mentioning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because this is where we'll find peace. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran, الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَتَطُمَئِنُّ قُلُوبُهُمْ بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ أَلَا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَطُمَئِنُّ الْقُلُوبِ that the, in, in reference to the believers, these are the ones who believe and their hearts find peace. Their hearts find tranquility in the remembrance of Allah. Certainly in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do the hearts find peace. When we're sinful, we're not at peace. We know that. No matter how much fun we might be having drinking alcohol, no matter how much fun we might be having going to the club, interacting with males in a way that we are not supposed to, no matter how much fun it might be to stay at the cinema throughout the entirety of Maghrib time and we miss our prayer. It might be fun, but we're not at peace. Peace 
is in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No matter how sinful we may deem ourselves to be. And one of the biggest tricks of the shaitan is to convince us that we are too sinful to deserve to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you find that those thoughts cross your mind, what always needs to overpower that is the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the confirmation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the goodness that we do does not go to waste. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that the one who does an Adam's weight of goodness, he will see it. On the day of judgment, when our deeds are presented to us, nothing will be left out. Even the small good deeds that we've done in this life, those will be there. So I encourage you and I encourage myself that when we find ourselves in these situations where we can look back and think, what good deed did I do today? Like I really can't even think of, of, of good deeds that I did today. Do one now. Say la ilaha illallah. Say subhanallah. Say alhamdulillah. Go stand up and make up the prayers that you missed today. Make your intention to fast tomorrow and make up those that fast that you missed last year. Make your intention sincere to do the good deeds and to better yourself because the Prophet ﷺ advised us, the one who intends to do a good deed and carries it out gets two rewards. One for having the good intention and one for actually doing it. And the one who intends to do a good deed, but something happens that he didn't end up doing it. At least he gets one reward. He gets one reward for having the good intention. So at least place in your heart the firm intention that you are going to do this deed and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant you the strength to do it. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the remembrance of him, the reliance on him for us to thank him for the ability to do the good deeds that we're able to do and to grant us the tawfiq, to grant us the energy to do the good deeds to ultimately gain the acceptance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.